Hi, I'm Sarah, the mom of a six-year-old and a three-year-old. And I'm Claire, the mom of an eight-year-old and a six-year-old. We're two friends in the middle of the country, in the middle of parenting, in the middle of our careers, and in the middle of just about everything. Hi guys, welcome to the podcast. It is 40 minutes after we were supposed to start recording. Full disclosure, behind the scenes. Because <laughs> <laughs> we can't stop chit-chatting. Because we can't stop talking to each other. Which is a good um, thing. But we're glad you're here now, and we're glad we're here now. Is So it's December. It is. Let's, let's start with that. It's December when we're recording it. It's December when you're hearing it. And today's topic is, drumroll, Christmas gifts. Surprise! <laughs> <laughs> because maybe like you, or like us, you're thinking about that right now. Totally. Or maybe you went all Black Friday on us and are completely done. I'm raising my hand because that you're is almost true for me. Yeah. It's I have like two or three stragglers. But doing a little bit of research for this episode actually gave me a couple of ideas. So <laughs> might you're going to buy more gifts? Might, maybe. I might be branching <laughs> out. Um, should, I, should I make note of the fact that we discovered last night um, that Claire and I had inadvertently bought our children the same Christmas pajamas? The exact same <laughs> pajamas. Exact same pajamas. Because you, you give yours to your kids the night, the last night in November, like the first night of Advent. Right? So usually the... Uh, first morning of Advent, the, that's their gift. But last night we decided to have like a good old fashioned family holiday movie night. And I thought, you know what? We'll all just snuggle in in our Christmas jammies. So I'll go ahead and give it to them. Um, and when you know, I, so I put a picture of the kids in their jammies on Instagram on my personal account. And Claire was like, oh my God, same jammies. Exactly. But okay. So Target, love yeah. Target. Let me ask you this though. Did you get yourself one of the Christmas ponchos for adults? Because I did. I did not. And it is wonderful. Okay. Well, so hit me up with that poncho. Yeah, it's basically Maybe. a fleece blanket with armholes that you can just wear around. Are it's, you describing a snuggie? It doesn't have feet. It doesn't have feet. It's like a... um. You know, ends at your waist. Yeah. Okay. Kind of poncho. I'm into it. Is it, it like wonderful. a sleep poncho? Is that it, why it you're is called right that? Now? Yeah, called sleep poncho. I couldn't sleep when I was too hot, but yeah, pretty. You're like magical. it's called a sleep poncho, but for me, it's a day it's poncho. It's day to night, anywhere, <laughs> everywhere. It has it's a, the new athleisure. It is. There was one with Rudolph and one um, just snowflake red snowflake so Which anyway one did you go with the, i went with the red snowflake and i got the rudolph one to give as a um i have kind of a client white elephant type party mm. but i bought all the gifts does that make sense yeah. <laughs> so one of that's one of the gifts um spoiler alert for any of my clients who are coming to this event next <laughs> go week go for the poncho yeah there's some there's some good ones so have you had a good week I have had a good week. It's been busy. Yeah. We had a weird freak little, we were just discussing this, yeah. um, like tornado watch in yeah. <laughs> Oklahoma in November or I guess December. Technically it was November. Yeah. It was last night. We've discussed our weather before, but if you're not from yeah. around here, it gets crazy. Mm -hmm. So um, it was not nothing major in in the city where we live yeah so turned out to just be a little a little thunderstorm was there, but it was nice but there was a tornado outside of town i there i was. did i haven't watched I the news so. yet this morning so i didn't yeah. see what happened there but i at 10 o'clock i was up late last night because i was getting weather alert after weather alert on my phone and then turned it on and 
there was a big mm-hmm. tornado, but I don't know where, what happened or anything yeah. like that yet. I haven't yeah. checked it out. I haven't heard anything else about that. So anyway. we're all good. Mm-hmm. Instead, it was a nice thunderstorm movie night. It was. Christmas jammy night. Totally. Night, so. And we did take your suggestion and watch Christmas Chronicles as our movie last night. The kids loved it. Yep. I'm, I'm still processing how I feel about Kurt Russell as Santa Claus. Yeah. I, I'm... I have a lot of confusion and mixed feelings and about that. And just his that. whole vibe, like it was yeah. almost, it was like a, it was like a kid-friendly bad Santa. Like, yeah, you know like what I mean? sexy like, Santa. Like, he had like a leather suit on. Yeah. <laughs> and then yeah. the Mrs. Claus cameo at the end, spoiler alert. Oh, I was going to say. You're gonna Sorry. <laughs> yeah, it was, should I edit that out no, <laughs> for anyone sure. who hasn't seen the Christmas Chronicles I mean, really, yet? who hasn't seen the Christmas yeah, Chronicles Yeah, sure, surely. I recommended it like a week ago. I'm sure everybody who listens to this podcast has already immediately exactly. watched it. So. Yeah, I, I just, I'm still confused about that. Yeah, but. so Goldie's Mrs. Claus. Yeah. <laughs> That's the cameo at the end. Yeah, so. it was, again, I'm, yeah. I'm just but still processing it. it. They right? did, and, yeah. and I don't think they got any of the innuendo that was happening there. No. They're too little, but... No. There was some. There was a little bit. Which, again, I mixed feelings. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Um, So we watched – our Christmas movie last night was Home Alone. Nice. And so, you know, it's just for the longest time – like watching as an adult and even with very young kids. Like there's there's some stuff in that one too. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, nothing crazy, but the – Playboy, for example, yeah. that he picks up. Ew, everybody's naked. Gross. And throws it down. Yeah. Just, just no. a few things like that where my kids are now kind of like, why were what people naked that? in that yeah. magazine? Whereas like two years ago, that just that line just didn't even register. Totally. So, yeah. Well, I posted when we watched it. Uh, I guess we just reversed our movie weekends because we watched it last weekend. And I think I posted on our Instagram stories like, you know, you're a parent when you're narrating Home Alone to your child at how many bad choices he's making. Like, he should not be walking around this city by himself. That right. is a terrible choice. Like, Absolutely. <laughs> um, find a grown-up. Tell a grown-up. Exactly. You know, if this ever on. happens. Yeah. <laughs> and then my son does ask, well, what if that happened to me? And I was like, I'm never going to leave you alone when we go on vacation. Well, what if it did? Right. <laughs> like, that, that mom really is a bad mom. It's no, true. I'm just <laughs> <laughs> and he was being a jerk the night before. <laughs> kind he of. should have had to sleep in the attic. Exactly. The and then we're like, that was a sweet hookup in that attic. What was he complaining about? Oh, my God. That, like, that house. Do you yes. remember being a child and just, like, not registering that, that those people are were gazillionaires? Yeah. Like, it was just – it felt like – a normal family, yeah, in totally. A normal house. Everyone has room for thirty people to sleep <laughs> the night, or like the wide shot of mm-hmm. like the east wing and the west yeah. wing of this, like <laughs> in Chicago, apparently. Right, too. right. So yeah, there there were a lot of problematic things. Oh, as we I have watched to stop. Movie. We have yeah, next week, next week, we're going to break episode. it down next week with our okay, with great. our expert. Well, so let's tell you what we're talking about this week. We kind of already shared it. It's a gift episode. A big part of this. Let's go ahead and give a massive mm-hmm. shout out to the crew at Kittlesticks. Um specifically Jana who yeah. owns and operates the store with her wonderful husband Chuck. They supplied a ton of material for this podcast mm-hmm. um in, in terms of like hot tips on what's what's happening this year gift wise we really begged Janet to come on the podcast I'm going to completely embarrass her now by telling you guys that she was like freaked out by the idea of <laughs> us sticking a microphone in her face but because she's such an awesome trooper she did all the legwork anyway mm-hmm. and sent us some great ideas which we are going to break down for you after the break 
Thanks for listening. You can find us online at themiddleofeverythingpodcast.com, on Instagram or Facebook at The Middle of Everything, and on Twitter at T-M-O-E Podcast. And if you like the show, don't forget to review us on iTunes. It helps. Thanks. Bye. We're back. Let's talk toys. Let's do. Okay, Sarah. So you've already done – we're not going to – I mean, your kids don't listen to the podcast, no. but um, you've already done a lot of your toy shopping or a lot of your gift shopping yes. for the kiddos. Can you describe any sort of themes that you guys are doing or any trends in your house right now? You know, a lot of my kids' gifts this year are non-toy gifts, which we'll talk about later. And then I'm sort of um, diverting the toy purchases to grandparents and aunts. <laughs> so, That's great. Yeah. Um, but this year, so my kids, there is a dinosaur interest there. Mm-hmm. So there's the one toy that I think we're getting um, is a dinosaur. They already, they're called fingerlings. They're these mm-hmm. like, and then there's also like kind of a non-dinosaur version that's like a little pink monkey or something but mm-hmm. um the ones my kids want are the dinosaurs that roar mm-hmm. and fart and do all kinds of delightful things like this that this is on on theme with your lizard it is so yeah we have a definite animal dinosaur animal theme theme pretty much going on in our house with a side of superheroes um and then part of the dinosaur theme is jurassic world particularly for my older son and legos Mm. um yeah so i would say that's where we are how about you um right now it's all harry potter all the time yeah up up in our house um have you guys seen the new fantastic beast movie no because i need to i need to pre-screen that it's pg-13 I did end up letting my kids watch the first fantastic beast Mm -hmm. which is also pg-13 but i watched it first yeah it's really more of a scary violence thing okay. which i think my oldest would be fine with and my youngest not might, so much might freak him out so i just want to see it first yeah um i think we've talked about this maybe i don't know if we've mentioned it on the podcast before or not but there's a website called common sense media mm-hmm. that i completely trust totally. they haven't steered me wrong yet um so i need to check out what they think about it mm-hmm. but um anyway that said, we have read the book Fantastic Beasts and Where to oh, Find Them by Youth Scaramander. Okay. And um, don't write in if I pronounce that wrong. Harry Potter words are hard. Well, guys. yeah. When Jana t- sent that one to us, I was like, I don't know who this guy is. This mm-hmm. must be a Fantastic mm-hmm. Beast thing. Because I know all things Harry Potter from the original, OG. but have not delved into this yet because my kids aren't quite old enough um, as far as the reading, yeah. you know, of the books goes. Yeah. So. Okay, so first hot tip, mm-hmm. Harry Potter, and specifically Harry Potter Legos are mm-hmm. a thing right now. There's some really cool sets out there, probably for older kids. Um, the sets Gianna sent us, and we'll post pics to all this stuff mm-hmm. on our Insta, um, as well as links to where you can buy it on Kittlesticks.com if you like to shop local, if you're in Tulsa. Or if you're not in Tulsa, I guess it wouldn't be shopping local, but it would still be supporting small businesses, which I know you guys love as much as we do. So anyway, um, yeah, so there's some pretty cool big sets um, and there's also some smaller ones, you Mm -hmm. know, if that's not quite in your your budget. Because the the thing about Legos is they're not cheap. Right. Excuse me. Lego. Oh, sorry. You don't pluralize Legos. Did you know that? I didn't. Um, Or I... Yeah. I never thought about it. No. And I don't know which way Lego. I say it. I guess I use the S. It's all mm. the Lego. Like okay. sheep. 
Okay. Good All to right. know. Just something something you need Grammar to know in your life. Grammar tips with Claire. <laughs> <laughs> or more like or, thoughts on Lego. Yeah. <laughs> if you've seen as many Lego documentaries as I had, this would all be very clear to you. True story. Okay. So carrying on the Harry Potter theme... Uh, she also shared with us a really cool Trivial Pursuit game, which I'm kind mm-hmm. of into because now I have readers. It, like, opens up a whole new world of board games. Yes. Um, because before, you know, we were strictly in the, like, shoots and ladders, mm-hmm. checkers territory. Um, or if we were to play something like a Trivial Pursuit, we would have to sort of team up yeah. parents parents and kids for the reading aspect of it so this is pretty cool now like mm-hmm. whole new world because i'm i i can get down with some board games how yeah. do you feel about board same games? we yeah. we love board games and we still i mean towns is three so we have the whole like you know it's almost like godzilla like tromping over our game if it has a lot of pieces <laughs> <laughs> so he, we we are limited in what we can do or even teams he doesn't have a lot of patience for mm-hmm. so we're we've got We've got some steps to go here with this, but um, for future, I I could get on board with Harry Potter Trivial Pursuit, hundred percent. And these light wands, okay, so it's a light painting wand that you use with an app to create photos. And so this is a new thing for me too. A lot of toys, books, etc., all have like an app that go along with them now. As I am learning, as again, my six year old kind of advances through these things. So I'm super interested in this and how exactly that works. But um, I'm going to keep it really real and just tell you I don't love toys that need apps. We got, <laughs> um, I think it was last Christmas, we got a, it's basically virtual reality. I don't know what mm-hmm. else to call it, a Star Wars like headset mm-hmm. that um, <clears throat> you downloaded an app. So, so that what you physically got in the box was a headset that went over your eyes, and then you downloaded an app to your phone, and mm-hmm. then the phone slotted into the headset, and basically you're in this like virtual and um, virtual reality environment that's running off of an iPhone or whatever, oh. and it was really cool. Like I tried it with my kids; yeah. it was amazing. And we used the crap out of it for like a week, and then I was totally tired of them stealing my phone. Yeah, that's the problem, then and you're. We haven't, you know, the toy doesn't get used mm-hmm. and it probably cost a lot of money and it was super cool. And yeah. but the reality is like it's designed for kids who IMO, you do you, but are not cell phone aged, mm-hmm. which means it relies on parents sure. being willing to give up their phone for two hours for their kids to mm-hmm. have this enjoyment. So it was not my thing. I, do, I don't love apps. Now, this might may or may not be the same. Yeah. I don't know. But I assume you have to have the app open. Yeah, I'm curious. It do, Does it do anything without the app? You know, like, does it... And if your kid has, like, their own iPad or something, maybe that would work. It wouldn't have worked on this Star Wars mm-hmm. VR headset I'm talking sure. about. Because it had to be, like, phone size gotcha. to, to fit in. Um, but maybe on this one it's a little bit different. But just, yeah. like, in general... It definitely ups the cool factor. Mm-hmm. I get it. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, then you deal with all the same issues you have with everything on the iPad. Like, is my iPad yeah. charged? Can I play with this thing? Or is it, no? you know. And then I need to do work and the battery's mm-hmm. out or something. Mm-hmm. However, I will say I'm looking at this picture and it says bonus app. So it makes me think maybe there's something it does without the app too. And I'm not totally. Yeah. And let's be it, honest. But... Kids can have a grand old time with a wand. Exactly. Like, forget. Anything else yeah. that it does, um, 
It's yeah. a wand. It's a wand. Yes, exactly. That's, it's cool that in and of itself. styled like a Harry Potter wand. Oh, my gosh. Um, Yeah, so I think those are super cool. Okay, some other trends, and this was funny. We started a whole little text chain about it. Um, I'm just going to be straight up and tell you I don't necessarily get all of them, although I do get that they are a trend because mm-hmm. you see them everywhere. For sure. Three things. Three animals specifically. Mm-hmm. Let's name moth. Okay. The llamas. They're Check. everywhere. It's a thing. Sloths. Also everywhere. It's a thing. Mm-hmm. And unicorns. Totally. I mean, unicorns I kind of get. I mean, who? Yeah. yeah. They're pretty special. For sure. I mean, not to say sloths aren't nice. They're very cute. They're very cute. I think our friend Kristen Bell, like three years totally. ago with her whole thing on the Ellen show, has totally like single-handedly made sloths mm-hmm. like a thing people are talking about. Our but, good friend, KB. Yeah, yeah. Our, our good friend. <laughs> I, I feel like she's my good friend. Totally. Um. So, but yeah, so all things, Gianna was sending us pictures from the store and just whether it's stuffed animals mm-hmm. or like notebooks with cute characters on them yeah so i even noticed the llamas in adult um items i was at world market yesterday same and they were everywhere on all their christmas decorations and pillows is there a a connection there i don't get i don't know like Like, why to winter i mean i guess they're they're woolly they're woolly and maybe it's i don't think a sheep is a christmas animal other than like in a nativity sense exactly in which case like donkeys and you know other stuff would be Where in there are donkey christmas yes. pillows you guys it, i would i could actually get on board with yeah, that maybe it's maybe. just weird enough um yeah i don't know why the llamas well and for years the school the preschool that our kids went to has kind of a llama theme because they have a barnyard and there are actual llamas and alpacas mm-hmm. at the school and they are adorable and fuzzy and cute yeah. But I don't know Everyone why. Here is pro llama. Yeah, <laughs> we're pro llama. We're pro sloth. We're pro unicorn. But you know, I can name a now? lot of other puppies. Yeah, like, you could go on for days about cute things. But I just those definitely are three like trends mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah. So if you guys kind of know like the origin story of like why these are things, like it, my hypothesis on the sloths is Kristen Bell. For totally, one hundred percent. Um, don't totally know where the llamas are coming from, mm-hmm. and then like I said, unicorns. Yeah, they're I just mean, forever universal. Yeah, I mean that's mm-hmm. that I can think back to. When 80s, you were, yeah. Lisa Frank. Yeah. Oh, you remember like the Trapper Rainbow. Keeper, Unicorn. Yeah. Yes. Oh, I'm so glad we're like in the same generation on that because I was going to feel really old if you didn't know what oh, I was no. talking about. That was, yeah, my life. I got you. And then in that sort of same vein, because there are llama sloths and unicorns with the reverse sequins that you can pet and change. Yes. So I did see my first one of those. Where was it? It was also an adult thing though. I think it was many like a, of those. Yeah. Like a, like it was like, a, you know, Holly, if you brush the sequence one way mm-hmm. and then like a Christmas tree, if you brushed it the other on like a pillow I or love something. It. It's, it's, it's like one of those weird it, it, sequins are nor I, it's not my jam. Like it's just, I'm not that extra, I guess. <laughs> It's my jam at Christmas. I yeah. am that extra. Like I my, did just I'm buy not, a like, hat. Normally my my house is sequence free, I have to mm-hmm. tell you. But Christmas, I know everyone kind of has their thing. Mm-hmm. Like either you're into sort of the cool, like retro, mm-hmm. like um, what would you call that? Like Americana, old school, dark greens and dark reds and yeah. sort of rustic Christmas. 
or you have like everyone's got their own right. color palette and thing. My thing is sparkles. Every deck, every Christmas decoration <laughs> in my house is like gold or silver and sparkly, and the wreaths are sparkly, and everything like glitter for days. Okay, so either Josh just sucks it up, or he because Grant has he the pays zero attention. Okay, he ha- hates glitter so much <laughs> that. I mean, like this today, the kids' advent calendar, first day, the thing they got were these like sort of big, like Elton John sparkly Christmas glasses that they could wear. And yes. I mean, there wasn't even that much glitter. It was like that um, foam that's sparkly, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. but I guess he touched it and a piece of glitter got on him, lost his mind. So I, I saw this um, in some kind of Facebook video. I'll find it and put it up, but it's like, humans against glitter basically and like how if it gets in your house once like it you'll find it mm-hmm. months later like mm-hmm. a speck of sparkle or whatever um so i i do have some christmas things with glitter on them but in general i have this one tree that goes on the mantle and it's like a shower of glitter every time and it's very modern and cool oh, and yeah. sparse but it does have sparkles on it and it goes up high but when I pull it out of the box it leaves like a trail behind me to get it up to the mantle so yes. I'm not allowed but I have more of the opposite of what you were saying like mm-hmm. the sort of vintage yeah just because I have all that stuff from the 70s yeah got handed down to me and so I have to roll with it but <laughs> well it. in toys Glitter for days. And so Sequence. she even sent, and I actually bought one of these um, a few weeks ago as a birthday gift for a little girl in my three-year-old's class. There are snakes. So even if, you know, a lot of those kind of glittery toys skew pink and purple and unicorn, I would say, but they have these really cool snakes at Kittlesticks. So if your kid isn't into pink and purple and unicorns, there are, you know, more like dark blue and black and green so my son had a birthday party a couple weeks ago for a little girl in his class. And I was like, what would a three-year-old boy pick out for a four-year-old turning four? And so he got her like a sparkly snake because I thought that seemed appropriate. Yeah, but anyway, I so I think it. those are adorable. Love it. Are your kids as into American Ninja Warrior, the TV show, as mine are? No. Okay. So, Never watched it. Okay. So my kids love it. Okay. It's um, good, wholesome family fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, lots of good backstories. It's like American Idol, but, but active, active, <laughs> and well, active for the participants. Yes, let's be clear. We're sitting on the sofa watching it, um, and not like I find singing auditions really awkward and hard mm-hmm. to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, so you don't have that. So it's good. We like it. We watch it, and then the geniuses behind American Ninja Warrior mm-hmm. have turned this into like a thing have started branding and producing toys Mm -hmm. for kids who are into this. So I love this. This also, by the way, kind of like dovetails into what we were talking about before about experiential gifts because there are cool camps and um, like runs and things you can sign Mm -hmm. kids up for that are like in this genre. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, you know, I, I there's nothing in particular Uh, you know, for me to call out, but just like Google what's around you Mm -hmm. and you'll find, I think that there's a lot of cool options if your kids are into that. But there's also options you can buy to have at your house. What were some of those? So there's, this is a build your own obstacle course. And then there's many accessories like um, the timer, the megaphone. There's, this is a zip line 
I mean, yeah, oof, like you'd set- have to have some big trees for that. What well, well, they have to be placed just the right yeah, way, but exactly. Cool. And I've seen they've done some like balance stuff. I mean, there's cool. If you have a kid who thinks they're into this, this would be like a kid appropriate way. Mm-hmm. And and again, physical. I'm yeah. into that. It's not like a sit down and yeah. play a video game. Right. Right. Activity. Which I'm not opposed to, but let's just be honest. That's like the like most of the gifts right now. I right. feel like are trending that way. So mm-hmm. anytime I can kind of introduce or support. Here, take this physical, and go outside. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, and in our part of the country, we, well, like yesterday and today when it's December and it was 60 plus degrees. We can be outside and, on yeah, Christmas. Yeah, not usually. always, but yeah. then, you know, tomorrow it might be snowing. You never know. But. For sure. For sure. Uh, yeah, I think those are super cool. We're not we're not there yet, but even you know we don't watch the show, but just building an obstacle course in your yard is pretty cool. Whether you are yeah. into it, whether you've seen the show or not, yeah. so I think that could be really fun. It'd be cool to like supplement something you maybe built or designed on your own mm-hmm. with some of this like other stuff, like yeah. the timer and all that. Yeah, jazz. it could um, be super fun. Yeah, that would be neat. And then this next gift is a. Um, is something I, neither one of us had heard of, but you looked it up online after Jana told us about it. I think I might be adding this to a family wish list. So this is a game called Otrio. And first of all, it appeals to my design sensibility because it's very pretty. It's like wood and looks very like well-crafted, has these colored circles. So the, what I'm understanding is it's almost, it's like a, it's like an advanced tic-tac-toe version. Um, I, I haven't like, thoroughly read the rules but it seems like you're sort of playing tic-tac-toe with like multiple colors and sizes and from what I was reading you know a, a kid like six-ish like our eerie littlest my older again three-year-olds not sitting down to play any games with us right now but um you know it's it, they understand how to play tic-tac-toe and might you know could kind of learn from this and then it's still fun for grown-ups because there's strategy and there's um you know, more of a layered level to that than basic tic-tac-toe. Yeah. And it's beautiful and simple and you're not staring at like a cartoon plastic pawn that's going to totally. get Like lost. if this were left out on your coffee table I would be and fine guests with it. came over, you would just sort of like set your cocktails down around it. Exactly. It's not that big a deal. <laughs> but um, yeah, so Jana's review on this was it was like a souped up tic-tac-toe, but with more strategy and ways to win. So if you're ready, we were kind of talking about this earlier, maybe like to move beyond the early childhood board games mm-hmm. into something just a little more, um, I don't know, interesting. <laughs> Well, I've been playing a lot of tic-tac-toe. If your kids are at that age, at the the right age Mm -hmm. to to make that transition, that could be a really good choice. Yeah, because it can be um, brutal to play the same tied game of tic-tac-toe over and over again with your six-year-old. Totally. I speak from experience. So Um, something that's really big in our house, and it was actually last year too, although what I'm seeing is like just a massive expansion in available options, are um, this idea are robots engineering, building your mm-hmm. own robots, building your own um, circuits and things that do different things, totally. right? So packaged in different ways. I'm so glad to see some that are very clearly being more more marketed to girls. Yep. We can probably all agree that toys, specifically math and science toys, shouldn't be gendered. Mm-hmm. But the reality is that sometimes kids gravitate more towards things that they feel like are designed for them. Mm-hmm. And so I love this idea that some of these are being more clearly more tailored and more packaged for girls or at mm-hmm. least having girls on the cover 
some not. But in any case, um, just this idea of giving kids something for kids who are interested and for whom this is like something that they would enjoy doing. It's like next level Legos maybe or like building something that they can then interact with. Um, and it's pretty cool. Like it's yeah. come a long way. If These you look amazing. Tapped in in a while. So um, let's let's rattle off just a few of the options. So we've got robots, multiple kinds of robots, robotics. This looks like some kind of arm that can pick things up. Um, treehouse tree engineering. This looks adorable. Mm-hmm. Um, treehouse engineering adventure. It looks like kind of like something you build. Um, this is maybe less robotic. I don't know if it has moving parts or not, but there are definitely like gears, a mm-hmm. little bit like a like a mouse trap on steroids. Like it's not a game. Like That's you exactly build it, what but I was then thinking. It, you can like mm-hmm. play with it and interact with it. Things move on it. Yeah, these look cool. super fun. Kind the of some Jim Jim Jimu robot. I might be saying that wrong. J I M U. Um, super adorable. Mm-hmm. Think Wally kind yes. of style. Big eyes. Yeah. Really cool. Some of these are programmable. So going back to the idea of like app and computer access, mm-hmm. if that's something you're cool with, your kids can log on and you know, say what they want the robots to do and send messages to them. And then the robots can go do the thing mm-hmm. after they've built them. It's, it's, yeah. Yeah. Pretty fly. Pretty and cool stuff. Definitely I'm- could keep a kid busy for a winter break Absolutely. I would say and beyond for sure. Just looking at these pictures, I'm I'm going to restrain myself from going on a font tangent, but just speaking of gendering items, just a font change would could make some of these so much more accessible to both genders of kids. Like really and you'll see what I'm talking about listeners when we post these, but all right, I'm going to stop myself. But and there and I'm not objecting to any of these particular fonts on a graphic level just right, on a right. gender just specific a level of, like who this toy is clearly intended to appeal yeah to. i'm whew, i can't even with that but okay sorry that's okay we <laughs> didn't spend a, a ton of time talking about bait like really young like toys mm-hmm. for really youngsters um really youngsters for <laughs> really young children or youngsters right I, we, we can i don't whatever you know what i'm trying to say yes but Jana sent us the picture of the cutest back back to a mm-hmm. um, our earlier animal tangent. Yeah, the cutest alpaca rocking. It's a rocking alpaca. It's, it's not so a rocking adorable. horse. But if you picture a rocking horse, make it a fuzzy alpaca with a cute little blanket saddle. I kind of just want to like go put it in my living room mm-hmm. just because it's adorable. I think that should be the picture for our podcast. This, totally. This, um, I will bookmark it. Sesh. I agree. I love it. Um, and yeah, we're both kind of out of that phase of life so i'm not as hip to the like little baby kid toys Ooh, but, but our listeners might be. yeah we let us know because i have some um little babies that i'm buying for not little bit one i have a niece who is nine months old and then i have another niece who's four so Aww. in both of those cases they're just a little bit mm-hmm. you know younger than my kiddos and it's so crazy how quickly you forget i'm like what does a nine-month-old do? Yeah. Like, is she walking yet? What's happening? <laughs> like, where where is she developmentally? Yeah. yeah. You know, we just uh, – luckily, I got to hug her and squeeze her and kiss her over Thanksgiving. So I know Aww. this stuff now. But leading up to Thanksgiving, I was, like, really struggling with, like, what? Yeah. Where are you? Exactly. Skill-wise. <laughs> are you reading yet? Yeah. Like, I, I'm just confused. I forgot. So – it's all good. But That's anyway, awesome. if you've got ideas, let's share. Mm-hmm. We, we want to know about them. But totally. yeah, that's 
those are some of the, the, the pro tips from our friends at Kittle Sticks. Absolutely. Um, okay, should we take another quick little break and then come back and talk a little bit about non-toy gifts and then maybe some grown-up gifts? I mean, let's do it. Let's do it. Okay. We are back. back. So I mentioned just from our, you know, from the parents specifically, and then even from Santa this year, we are not super toy heavy. Um, You know, about the lizard, obviously. (laughs) We talked about that last week. I'm, I'm still in an acceptance phase of this, but have been using it to encourage my child to clean his room and things like that because... We can't have a lizard in here because if it gets loose and your room is this messy, we can't find it. You oh, know? my God. Yeah. And home loans on my brain. So, yeah. So, you know, yeah. Tarantula. Oh, it I could am help totally going to. If gonna... you ever leave him home alone, it could help him fend off the inevitable <laughs> um, double team of burglars mm-hmm. that are coming after him. Exactly. You know? Just toss that lizard in their face. So maybe that's in the pro column. Maybe so. Lizard. So, yeah. We're, we're there with that. And then um, our big gift from... Uh, Grant and I to the family is tickets to an event. So um, you're a little further out of PBS Kids than I am, but Wild Kratz mm-hmm. are coming here live. <gasps> Wild Kratz are exactly! coming! <laughs> so my kids are super into this. I Obviously, animals are a big deal in our house right now. So we got tickets a, you know, a month or two ago, I think, when they first went on sale. Um I'm still unclear on what I signed up for. I thought I was buying (laughs) VIP tickets, but I'm not totally sure where they get to like meet them in person. So I'm super excited. I hope they're as excited as I am on their behalf because I feel like this is like a rock star for them. Like super excited on their behalf. I well, I mean, Martin and Chris are pretty rad, but. I think they will be really excited to meet yeah. them in person. So, for sure. you know, I'm I'm having to fight that urge of then I'm just handing them like sort of an envelope. I mean, you know, I'll put it in a box, but it's not like a thing to immediately play with. And I feel like I want them to still have like things to open, but I'm trying to just like keep it, you know, like smaller items mm-hmm. that maybe they've asked for or, you know, whatever. So that's my own problem but (laughs) i think it's an awesome gift yeah and when is the show like how far uh it's in like mid-january i can't remember exactly when it's pretty close yeah yeah that sometimes is an issue right like if you're buying a thing Mm because you know promoters aren't dummies there's a lot of shows that go on sale right before christmas Mm -hmm. or in that november december time frame even if the show itself isn't until spring or you know in some cases even summer Mm -hmm. i feel like for concerts and stuff like that so um, that is a little bit tougher sometimes where it's like so far away, right. but I mean, you could start a wild Kratz countdown. Yeah. I think we'll play it up, something. especially for the three-year-old. Cause he's, you know, Bowie understands time and weeks and days and all that. Yeah. And he has, looks at the calendar, but towns, not so much, but yeah. I think he'll just kind of ride the excitement of his brother and for it'll sure. be fine. That's our non-toy Christmas, which I'm actually kind of excited about. And like I said, I, I'm making sure all aunts, uncles, and grandparents kind of Hold buy them down. the toys that they, yeah. you know, are looking forward to. So 
Yeah, That's... we don't have any big. So for Oliver, it was almost like a totally experiential birthday. Mm-hmm. You know, we did um, concert tickets. My mom got him tickets to see. Um, I think we we've talked about this on the podcast, but to see the local symphony mm-hmm. play live along with Harry Potter. That was again awesome. Harry Potter is life. Mm-hmm. Um, so he, so yeah, so we're big on experience gifts, but I think this year. Um, you know, we're just pretty gift light in general. Well, you guys are taking a big trip. Yeah. So, and, yeah. and that's something I I feel like I'm really looking forward to is when my kids are old enough mm-hmm. to understand that and we can do that as a Christmas thing because that's what we would rather do. But I'm still in that little kid, Santa, you know what mm-hmm. I mean, where I feel like they're not going to understand quite yet that that's, you know, that's what's in happening. place of toys or whatever but I'm very much looking forward to those days it's gonna be great but I will say um for us one thing we've asked aunts and uncles for and all that stuff is um like movie tickets same that's a really good Mm -hmm. one um even for my older son my six-year-old iTunes gift cards because he mm -hmm. likes to buy and download movies Amazon gift cards for games or like the in-app purchases when mm -hmm. they are playing Minecraft is a big one that they can like you know buy extra stuff for of Mm -hmm. course and that you know it's like I don't do that right just I don't let them spend money on that stuff but if um you know if it was a Christmas gift and they got 20 bucks to do whatever they wanted and you know go crazy right (laughs) love it um okay so how does your family handle grown-up gifts does everyone buy Mm, is there like a drawing what is it all just for kids like how do you guys yeah it's a little bit different so two sides of the family Josh's Mm -hmm. side and my side on on my um on my side of the family we don't buy for like extended adults, mm-hmm. aunts, uncles, stuff like that. Although we used to, that got that got That's out of hand. So we put mm-hmm. a, we put a end to that. Um, and then you know I would do just sort of like a gift for my parents, and they would do a gift for us, and mm-hmm. that was kind of it. I mean, my brother and I don't. I mean, we've done gifts before, but. Really, at this point, it's all about the kids. So yeah. they buy gifts for our kids, and yeah. I think that's really kind of the focus. On and so, so I will say this: we that's the side of the family that's all traveling for the mm-hmm. wedding this this year at Christmas. So we've just agreed jointly, like grown up gifts are not a thing. Yeah, like, we just don't need them. Don't have room to pack them. Mm-hmm. Like we're just not doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, Josh's side of the family has a really fun tradition that I love. It started with his grandmother who has um, a lot of kids, a lot of grandkids, and she would just buy throughout the year gifts that she saw, just kind of collect them in a closet somewhere. Mm-hmm. And she had her number, whatever it was, 20-something gifts or whatever. Right. And she would have everyone come over and dirty Santa it. Fun. And so um, there was a ton of strategy, like couples mm-hmm. would gang up to get a thing or because, you know, there's rules, which are like it yes. can be stolen twice. And okay, then... let's break this down because okay. I'm doing this next week. And is this what you're doing with your clients? Yes, but it's oh, great. I, I'm, I don't know if the other host is on the same page as the rules as me because there's a lot of different ones. Well, so, I can okay. tell you how we do Tell it. me your rules. So then... we pass around um, a cup or whatever with numbers. Your mm-hmm. number is your draw number. Um, you want a later draw, right. typically. Right, totally. Um, so you go in order number one Mm -hmm. has to pick the first gift there's no choices for number one you get what you get 
Number two can either steal number one's gift or pick their own gift. Mm -hmm. Okay. So that's how it goes. Number three can steal either number one or number two's gift or pick their own gift. So um, the later number you have, the more choices you have. Mm -hmm. But a gift can be stolen only twice. So it can have three total owners. So number one picks the best gift in the bunch. And number two is like, "Mm -mm, I want that gift. They pick number one's Mm -hmm. gift. Well, now number one has to go get a new gift from under the tree. But now number two is holding on to that really great gift. Um, so that's – now it's got up to two owners, number one and number two. And then number three comes along and is like, what? I want that. So they take number two's gift and now it's locked. Done. Okay. Number three gets to keep it because they're the third owner and no one else can take that gift. Okay. And so what will happen is like if, for example, you and your spouse – let's say your spouse has an early number or – like you, there's negotiations that start, right? Because no one is totally altru- altruistic mm-hmm. about this. Like no one's like, oh, my my honey might like that. Everyone wants to leave with something they like. Mm-hmm. So it's like, um, yeah, my husband would really dig that Bass Pro Shop gift card, but he better get me those mm-hmm. furry mittens before I like. I'm gonna get this, to so that. you keep it exactly. So you look out for me when for it's sure. your turn. And then there's okay. like parent dynamics and brother sister dynamics and who's going for what and so it's so fun i love it it's great so we have now translated that to our sort of sub family group Mm -hmm. so my mother-in-law is doing that with our group which is a smaller group but is still sure it's almost in some ways a little more aggressive because we are a smaller group and i'm like (laughs) no way you got the whatever last year yeah i'm still not over it Mm -hmm. and so i will murder you for this like like you know it gets pretty hairy and so it's really fun that sounds really fun and the kids love it yeah the kids are like just participate i mean they're just watching right it's the grown-ups everyone Uh still buys for the kids that's not a thing but um yeah it's 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 good and my and my mother-in-law loves it because she's like this like wizard of oz behind the Mm -hmm. scenes like she knows what all the gifts are she knows exactly i love that who's picking up what and she just gets to kind of like enjoy that and you know so do you unwrap your thing before deciding if you're stealing or not or do you have to decide you have to decide i'm first. stealing or picking something Once new and unwrapped it's, it's okay yeah. gotcha yeah. that's what i was thinking okay those are the rules that i've played by the two steals mm-hmm. and that so um we will do this next week as long as everyone's on the same yeah, page. Yeah, it's really fun. What mm-hmm. do you do for your family? So my side of the family is kids only. Um, we're, we're smaller and um, my sister and I do buy gifts for each other just because we always have. So then on Grant's side, it's pretty much all kids. Um, his parents, we still buy gifts for his parents and vice versa. Um, we used to do a name draw with all of his cousins when his grandmother was still alive. Um, and again, it's like once it gets so big and then you kind of divide into your family subgroups or whatever. So we're not doing that anymore, but the name draw was always fun. So I like the idea of the dirty Sanic and, and the sort of matriarch being the like, you know, overseer of all that. That's a fun way to do it. Um, that way everybody's not, there's no stress involved for the adults in buying something that's good enough or, you know, that everybody's going to like. It's just one person person doing the buying. So I like that low stress for the participants. That's a good way to do it. Cool. So are you asking for anything special for Christmas? Um. So my birthday's in January. Mm-hmm. So my uh, thing that I'm 
getting, and I guess we can call it a present. I don't really know, <laughs> but I'm just doing this, and I've let the, the powers that be in my life know that I'm doing this, is I'm getting bees. Backyard bees. <gasps> Oh, I was like, like for, at first I was like, B for Botox? Like, yeah. what does that mean? <laughs> I was like, is she like giving uh, me like a euphemism? Your brain I was went. like, I what? Um, no, so. Honeybees. Yes, honeybees. Oh my God. So I've done some preliminary research. Mm-hmm. I've been researching them for a couple months. Okay, um, don't mock my lizard. No. If you're getting bees in your bees yard. are different. They're not a pet. They are a chicken alternative. Okay. Because <laughs> yeah. I have an old dog. Period. Yeah. Who really can't handle that. Uh-huh. Um, so, yeah. So, I'm going to put a hive in the backyard. Oh, my gosh. And um, the hive itself is not that expensive, although we are going to buy, you know, one that's like made in the USA. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, you can get just like anything, right? You can order it on the Zon. <laughs> I, I was like, should I... I, I mean, I mean, there's no zone. question. I ordered a lot on yeah. Amazon, but um, you know, made in China plastic. Sure, whatever. I'm sure you could get that. But we're we're gonna get like a. You're gonna provide a ho- quality home. for Actually, your bees. the one I'm looking at right now is called the Cathedral. Oh which God, seems a little <laughs> excessive. So I might be bringing that back down. Um, and then you have to buy your queen with her. Mm-hmm. It's called the nuke. Okay. The nuke is your hive nucleus. It's the queen and okay. her worker bees, and then you know the hive grows. Right. To... So I'm a little. I'm a little. Um, I need. I don't haven't identified a local place. So if you live in Tulsa and you know someone who sells nukes, let me know. Um, it, there's for sure like mail order. Like you can yeah. they'll send them to you in a box, um, which I'm not opposed to. But I. Would love to sure to not put the bees through that. If be I somebody could. at the farmers market that yeah yeah I think so for sure. So that's that's still like where I'm getting the the bees themselves. I gotcha. still need to define. Um, but your hive actually, you want to start your hive in the spring. So, but for Christmas and my January birthday, my idea is the gear, right? And getting supplies and getting prepped. And so I can get my nuke in the spring, and we'll be we'll just be ready to go. Running. So, so how long till there's honey? Like I think in the fall because I'm gonna want some is yeah. where I'm going with this. I but think in the fall I get to scrape nice. my first honeycomb in my suit. Yeah, my are you doing this just because of your last name? <laughs> no, but I love that. Yeah, You're right. Yeah, my in fact my dog your is dog is honeycomb. Yeah. Um, so subliminally, probably you needed the because bees. I don't feel like anything is an accident. Yeah, universally speaking, mm-hmm. in the universe. What kind of care? by Claire. Yeah. <laughs> but it was not my intent. No. Okay. No, so, okay. I'm just, I, you know, I have all the questions. Yeah. I, I, what, mean, I may have the answer. What care know. do they require between setup in the spring? Like, do you feed them? Little. Like, so, pollinate them? So like, how does that work? you don't, right? Okay. So, like, in a dream scenario, your bees, and we live in a pretty, I mean, we're in the city, but it's a pretty, like, there's a green belt behind sure. us and everything. So I will start off by feeding them. You can do like a sugar water okay. mixture, um, you know, just to make sure they have enough. Right. But in theory. Wait, are these bees like roaming loose around your yard? Yeah. Oh, I what thought they think? were contained or something. <laughs> I don't know. No, so so they, you how to... do they? They have a. Oh, my God. I have so many questions. Okay. So <laughs> the hive sits in your backyard. You want it to be right okay. somewhere over your fence line so the bees okay. have a direct path when they come out of their hive straight okay. out 
that's the easiest for everyone involved. So they, they don't hover around the hive. Right. Because they don't want to. They don't want to hang out at the hive. They want to go. So Have they go. They want to go. It's been years. They want to stretch their little bee wings. And then how do they know to come home to I the mean, Combs house? How do birds know to fly south for the winter? It's so they just roam nature. their bee selves around and pollinate or whatever they do. And then well, come. Not, I mean, sorry. Yeah, they're not pollinating. So their they're goal gathering. Is to gather they're gathering. In the process of gathering nectar, they are pollinating. Okay. Yes. Okay. Sorry. And then yeah. they're bringing that nectar back to their queen. So they. So they just like that's know why you buy them as a where duke. mama lives, right? <laughs> and they exactly. come back, and they're coming back with their little bee senses to the hive. Oh. Guys, if I'm getting any of this wrong, we no. know we make stuff up on this podcast, I mean, but this is based on my. I guess research. I was picturing like a self-contained. B unit no, where they that even I work? don't know I don't know I never thought about it Do you before want me to, it's like a puppy farm for bees that's what you're describing well, like, yeah like no this, I, I lock them up and just shove sugar yeah in I don't and output honey <laughs> and I'm like cackling in the background like <laughs> I more honey I bees. never thought about the bees need to fly um what okay I don't know I did this I've never thought about it I was okay. too busy researching so. lizards last week but <laughs> <laughs> so bees need to fly you want to elevate the hive so that they have a clear flight path over okay. your fence line. They don't want to bother you or your neighbors. Okay. It'll go at the back of our yard. In theory, you won't even know that they're there. Okay. It's just a little bee hotel. So you just give them a little house, it. and then you get the benefit of the honey. I get the honey, they... and then our neighborhood yeah. and our community gets the benefit of bees, which are numerous. Okay. Um, specifically related to... Uh, plant diversity, sure. and pollination, and all of that. So, I yeah, I think it's a, I think it's a win-win-win. I love the it. These win because I give them a cozy cathedral. <laughs> I win. I mean, I guess if their home is called the cathedral, why would they not come back to it? <laughs> I win. Because Are you going to decorate maybe it with I sparkles? I get a little bit of honey, but more importantly, I get to like explore Just, this bee fetish. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the community wins. Really, I'm doing it for Tulsa. Y'all. Totally. Shout out Tulsa. Totally. Um, because they get beautiful wildflowers okay. and things that then attract our monarchs and the circle of life and the Lion King. Okay. Story over. <laughs> it's really good. So you get the bees set up. We still have dreams of chickens at some point. So you got to get rid of those we... dogs first, sister. You got to quit acquiring dogs and lizards. <laughs> it's just going to be a small farm. There's a couple spots where I think we could like contain the chickens. The li- our other dogs, I don't think, would bother them. It's the new dog that might get involved that we would have we'll to, see. like, we'll take care of. But anyway, that's down the road. We have neighborhood foxes. Yeah, you same. Have foxes where you are, maybe. Yeah. And the, um, those have been, for our neighbors who have chickens, that's a problem. foxes have been a problem. Mm-hmm. So We used to have one that would wander through our yard. Life. But, yeah, <laughs> farm, farm life in, in the, the city. city. <laughs> yeah, our, our fence is new, so it's high enough and gap free enough that we have not seen a fox in our yard since we got that new fence but that just may mean we haven't seen it well that took a turn i was not (laughs) expecting (laughs) so okay what did you ask yeah so no i did the classic thing where i've (laughs) hey the lizard is enough for you know i I have to space my pets out by at least six months at a time (laughs) You crazy dog lizard. Um, so I just bought myself all my Christmas gifts on Black Friday because I was in a frenzy. But one of the things I'm really excited about is I bought a weighted blanket 
that is supposed to help with insomnia and anxiety, yes, both of this. which I have in droves. So I've always wanted one, but they're kind of expensive. And I was always like, oh, I just, I just wait. I shouldn't do that. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't planning on it. But on Black Friday, I got this email that they were having this super special deal. And so I was just like, done. I want to know how that uh, works. Yeah, it hasn't that. shown up yet. So I'm waiting. I don't know if I'm going to make in. myself wait for Christmas. I also got myself some new... Um, Bluetooth headphones. So I might wrap those up for Christmas from Grant and then just go ahead and use the blanket. But because holiday now, anxiety Grant, is a real thing for does me. Does Grant buy his own gifts too? Or no. Or do you you're also buy Yeah. This? Basically, I just buy all of it. Sometimes – now, this year in particular, I just happen to be like, hey, I'm buying myself these three things because they're on sale right now mm-hmm. and it's a big – you know, it was a big savings. So I was just like, I'm just going to do this. Mm-hmm. Is that cool? Um, he will probably take the kids out and buy me like something small that the kids pick out and then I'll let the kids pick something for him. And then I already bought him a few things. Um, and then I want to take the kids shopping for each other this oh, year, cheapers. which I don't always do. I think they've just been too, or towns especially have been too small at this mm-hmm. point. Now that they have allowances, which we talked about a couple months mm-hmm. ago, I want to make them use at least half of their own money to buy their siblings something. Now towns is pretty, doesn't really understand, but if, if Bowie's going to pick something out for him, then I want him to pick something out for Bowie. So yeah. we'll go, we'll do that. But yeah, I'm excited. Sorry, tangent, but I'm excited about that weighted blanket. I've been wanting to try it for a long time. Yeah, so me too. So mm-hmm. now I'm glad that you can try it first. I'll let and you know. It's worth it because mm-hmm. they are, they're not cheap for what they are. Yeah. It, but and I, a part of me wondered if I could make my own. I've heard of people doing that where they sew like know, rice or weights yeah. or I don't know, whatever yeah. on the inside. I do know people that make the homemade ones. I just never delved into it. And it was one of those things that like once I Googled it once, Every time I opened like Facebook or Instagram, there was an ad for it. And there are three or four different companies that do it. But they're all, I would say, standard price around like $200. And it always just seemed like there was something I needed to spend $200 on more than that. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, I did hear that Target has them for like 80 bucks now. I I wasn't sure on the quality. And I just, like I said, this other brand popped up and I thought... I'm going to, I'm going to give it a go. So we will see how that goes. All right. I'll let Stay you know. Stay tuned for Sarah's adventures in weighted blankets. Yes. We always have, yeah. Claire's having honey adventures. Yeah. I'm yeah. having blanket adventures and lizard adventures. It's great. Maybe we should just start a pet podcast on the side. I'm, I don't, these adventures are not Adventures and bees. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I know. You, Animal you care. Are, yeah. <laughs> Animal husbandry. Yeah. Okay. That's really, I am just being a steward of the bees. They won't have names, probably. What about the queen? I mean, bee, queen bee, <laughs> Beyonce. Okay. Right. Yeah. My future queen's name is Beyonce. That's Obviously. Obvious. Yeah. I mean, totally. as All are right. probably fifty percent of queen bees in America. Yes. Named Beyonce. Probably. But um, yeah. Okay. okay. Good to know. work on it. And on that note, <laughs> is that the end of the podcast? No, I don't know. <laughs> I think we're done. Yeah, guys. I think we I are. I think you're probably done with us, yes. more importantly. So thanks for listening. Mm-hmm. We appreciate it. We'll be back next week with uh, something so I, we're going to nerd out so hard with you guys mm-hmm. on Christmas movies. Like, you're not even going to know what hit you. So yeah. um, stay tuned. We'll talk to you soon. Bye. Bye.
What do you call a shark that delivers toys at Christmas? A Santa Jaws.